This segment of Radio 8 Ball on KAOS is supported by Five Corners, providing books, art, and tools for magicians and pagans throughout the Northwest since 1992. Five Corners, 403 Columbia Street Southwest in downtown Olympia. Additional information available at 352-4349. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake We're on the radio from 6 to 8 On Tuesday nights, putting questions to the CDs which we have randomly selected We press shuffle function on our CD and it's time for Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake It's the Radio 8 Ball Ching, tarot, and the coin toss all rely on the random chaos. Carl Jung, John Cage, John Lennon, and your hosts, Tammy and Andras, all subscribe to it in theory. Well, radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Shadoobie-doo. We're on the radio from 6 to 8. Shadoobie-doo. Putting questions to the CDs which we have randomly selected we press shuffle function and you're gonna see that the answers are free on the radio eight ball give us a shake it's the radio eight ball radio eight ball give us a shake Ain't it great? It's the radio eight six seven five two six seven call. Oh, radio eight ball. Oh, it's radio. Oh, oh, oh. it's radio eight ball. Hello, and welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the pop oracle here on KAOS. I am your host, Andras, and... And I am your other host, Tammy. And between us, we are the facilitators of divination here on the Radio 8 Ball, the pop oracle. Allow me to explain how it works. We are a divining tool, and we answer your questions, your most profound and heartfelt questions which you call us with here at the station. You ask your questions. We pick CDs at random, put them in the CD player, push shuffle function, and the song that's randomly chosen is the answer to your question, like shaking an eight ball or picking a tarot card, throwing the I Ching, or any other one of the many and varied uh, divination tools that exist, from flipping a coin to reading the entrails of sacrificed beasts in ancient times. We'd like to think this is the pinnacle of oracular activity, and it is the Radio 8 Ball. Tammy, do you have anything to say about Radio 8 Ball? You caught me off guard, so... You didn't know I don't know what you're looking <laughs> You didn't know we were on the air? No, I know we're on the air, but I... <laughs> what should I say about Radio 8 Ball? Um, well, it, it depends upon callers and... I'm just waiting for that phone to light up. Well, we should give out the number, but first, yeah. let's uh, before we we ask for the callers, I should tell people. I was hoping you'd you know maybe give a little information about how the Radio Eight Ball has been 
powerful for you. But oh, yeah, totally. The Radio 8 Ball has, has um, helped me in more than one way. For one thing, one of the classes I'm taking this quarter, I I got the idea to take it for, from the Radio 8 Ball here, and it's going pretty well so far, so... See that's see that's it's amazing the way yeah. it works here. It's it's uh, it helps you find out the things that maybe you already know but didn't know you knew. Anyway, uh, we have an online oracle at radio8ball.com, which you can tune into throughout the week. We also have a Radio Eight Ball page at MySpace, and we uh, we host a songwriter session at the China Clipper every night every Tuesday night after the show, starting around 10 p.m. and that's a free event and usually it features one of the acts who's performing here mm-hmm. tonight we were supposed to have mind your pig latoya but they uh couldn't make it we hope we'll have him back again soon mm-hmm. and it looks like we've got a call we do chaos you're on the air uh, hi my name is patrick hi patrick, hey, patrick. Hey. uh I, I do have a question that's been burning in my mind for the past week or so uh i seem to be at a, a kind of a crossroads with my main uh the main thing i do in my life and i have the option it seems to either keep going the way I've been going, very slowly, or to take a great big risk and uh, possibly move things up to a much more rewarding or interesting level, um, which, of course, could lead to crashing all the way down (laughs) and uh, failing miserably. And uh, so I'm just kind of curious, what does Radio 8-Ball think I should do? Or what advice does Radio 8-Ball have? Okay. Well, I have picked a CD while you're talking. I picked them randomly, so you, just so you know. Right. Um, this is actually a CD I haven't heard before, but I know he's good. And okay. I'll keep my finger on the edit button just in case <laughs> he's good and profane. Uh, but here is your answer. Will you please stay on the line? And when the song is over, we will help you figure out what its meaning is. Okay. Here it comes. Like at the river's nest Like at Rocky Gold I run these swirling hearts A twisted talk Around their pivot point The sky trips as hell on a scrubby dogwood tree. The sky scrapes as hell on a scrubby dogwood tree. The sky scrapes as hell on a scrubby dogwood tree. The sky scrapes as hell on a scrubby dogwood tree. Like at the warm springs, like at the key club, residuals are what get to one, reach toxic levels with time. And the pretty fawn is full of wolf worms in the summer. Even the pretty fawn is full of wolf worms in the summer. 
Even a pretty fawn is full of wolfworms in the summer. Even a pretty fawn is full of wolfworms in the summer. But the dying autumn leaves are beautiful too 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 Like on the Flint River Like at the Mica Mines Conversations escalate Voices trembled and cried The barn owl's white belly is like a flashbulb Instantly illuminated by a moonbeam As he swoops silently before us Toward a fateful meeting in the forest Hello, Patrick. You there? Yeah, I'm here. That was Vic Chestnut from his CD, Silver Lake, and the song Wren's Nest. Were you able to make out the lyrics? Yeah, it was pretty well. I had the radio cranked up. Oh, cool. So what did you think about that as an answer to your question about um, your new career path? Do you want to tell us any of the details? Well, I've been, uh, I've been doing what I've been doing for 10 years, very slow, very steady. What's that? Uh, well, uh, oh, let's just keep it on a general level. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I've, I've, I'm facing and, and mulling over an opportunity to, to, to maybe take some really big risks. And, uh, you know, if it works out, everything will be even better. 
and, and more, more, more rewarding, I suppose, in a lot of ways. But uh, at the same time, you know, like you know, anything, taking out a bank loan if you can't pay it back, you know, you, you have a chance of going bankrupt or whatever. Gotcha. So, uh, so I, I guess I got a lot of things out of that song, but nothing too terribly clear. There was a lot of nature uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of references uh, to to that. The, you know, even the falling autumn leaves, or even the dying autumn leaves, are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mentioned in there, and uh, seem to be. It seems to be a great deal about uh, you know, I don't know, a broader continuity of life at work. Although there was also the the the, the white barn owl was mentioned in there, which uh, is a very ominous figure. The owl in my life. Yeah. And, uh, well, not ominous, but uh, omen-like, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I understand it can be a, a messenger of uh, of death, or at least change in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. So. But I couldn't get I couldn't get a handle on it one way or another. I'm kind of open to interpretations. What did you think, Tammy? Uh, the lyric that Patrick just mentioned, "The dying autumn leaves are beautiful too." That's kind of the one that stuck out the most in my mind, and I I think that definitely hinted that he should be taking risks because even if even if you fail, there's beauty in that. Also, what little I know about Vic Chestnut, I think he's an artist who takes risks. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, def- I guess I did get that out of it, and in some ways, I'd rather you know take a. In some ways, I personally would rather take a greater risk mm-hmm. and uh, and fail beautifully than than just to to continue with mm-hmm. mediocrity. Hmm. Yeah, there's. I mean, it seems like a lot of the lines in the song are about vi- things that might be thought of as ugly or negative or intense. You know, the stag scrapes his felt on a scrubby dogwood tree. Right. Even the pretty fawn is full of wolf worms in the summer. Oh, so horribly, intensely, I prayed. Uh, the barn owl is flying off towards a fateful meeting in the forest. Right. There's a lot of, um, I mean, it's a lot of dark imagery, but the overall tone of the song seemed almost to celebrate it, like like that there's beauty even in the the darkest things. Right. Which, if you know Vic Chestnut, I mean, he's he's uh, you know he's wheelchair bound, and what what is his? He has a, a muscle <laughs> disease, maybe mm. muscular dystrophy mm-hmm. or something like that, and oh, wow. so it's especially um, poignant and powerful. Thinking of him singing that, you know that that's what that's what I got that he's trying to communicate that there is a you know that you might even just like to look at him, like it might seem like there's this it's this painful, you know sad situation but that they're even even what even the auto the dead autumn li- leaves are beautiful even uh his situation is beautiful wow. so yeah i can definitely see that yeah well good luck with your new path yes thank you very much i hope it goes well keep us informed okay okay we'll do thanks a lot bye-bye good night hi uh i was wondering if uh hold on a second there caller what's your handle Science Geek. Science Geek. Okay. Science Geek, what is your question for the Radio 8 Ball? I was wondering if I was going to have any more brothers or sisters. If you're going to have any more brothers or sisters? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm pick, picking a CD at random right now. And I'm putting it in the CD player. When the song is over, will you stay on the line so we mm-hmm. can help you figure out what it means? Yeah. 
And we'll be right back with you, Science Geek. Here comes your answer. You're gonna lose that girl. Yes, yes, you're gonna lose that girl. You're gonna lose that girl. Yes, yes, you're gonna lose that girl. there, Science Geek? Yep. That was a band called The Ooze doing their version of the Beatles song, You're Gonna Lose That Girl. And um, are you familiar with that song? No. Ah, well, it was a great old hit from the 60s. Um, so do you already have brothers and sisters? Yeah. Brothers or sisters? Both. Both. Okay. What did you think about that as an answer to the question? Well, uh, I was thinking that my dad was going to lose my mom, and uh, I wasn't going to have any more siblings. Hmm. Is that, uh, what did you think, Tammy? Well, I was thinking that, I don't know, I grew up in a big family listening to the Beatles with my parents, and just that personal element alone made me think that maybe, yeah, Science Geek will have, have more brothers and sisters. Hmm. And then the girl indicated maybe especially sisters. Actually, it made me think that because the song is all about treating, you know, that if you don't treat her right, you're going you're gonna to lose her. So it made me think that you really should uh, be really nice to your sister or sisters. It's saying appreciate the sister or sisters that you have because you've already got them. So 
uh, I think that's the I think that's what the Radio 8 ball was you know sort of because the song is giving advice you're going to lose that girl if you don't treat her right so since you asked about your siblings I thought you know, are you nice to your sister science geek yeah are you nice to your sister yeah you guys get along well she's only about four months old well aren't you getting a little bit greedy you are you got a brand new sister already <laughs> Only four months. Give your parents a break. I mean, come on. Um, what's your sister's name? Amaya. Maya. Well, I think that the Radio Eight Ball was saying you should be nice to you should treat Maya right. It's not saying that you aren't, but that you should go out of your way to be exceptionally nice to Maya. I think so too. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you know, feel free to call us and ask more questions. You're calling from Olympia, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, good luck with your new sibling. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Radio 8 Ball, the Pop Oracle, where we answer questions by picking CDs at random, putting them in the CD player, and pressing shuffle function. The number here is 360-867-5267, 360-867-KAOS. We've had a couple of good questions so far, and we hope we ha- we'll have more on this beautiful, crisp February night here in Olympia, Washington. The number again is 867-5267-360-867-K A O S for those of you calling from outside of the Olympia area. And we know we do have listeners all over the world. We've had calls from the Netherlands, from Canada, from California, from Michigan, from Minneapolis, from Boston, New York, all over. And so, uh, for all of you Chaos listeners far and wide, now is the time for you to call 360-867-5267. 360-867-KAOS, that's the number to call. So, so. I was just going to see if I just left the... Left a little space there, and someone would fill it. But that's okay. I'm. I've gotten to this point where I'm fine with just waiting here. I enjoy the double knots by car, and we're just here for you if you want us. Uh, you shouldn't feel obligated to call if you're not. If you don't have a question, but I know that there are people out there who do have questions. And hey, look, we have a caller. Okay, answer on the air. Yes, um, this is Tom in Milwaukee. Hey, Tom. Tom, how you doing? Pretty good. Andras, I just wanted to say that I agree with your interpretation of the last song. Oh. That was mm-hmm. a good call. Thanks. And, um, and my question is, um, I'm just wondering if, for me personally, 2005 will be a year of change or a year of staying the same. Okay, I'm uh, pulling a big pile of CDs out here. Why don't you tell me when to stop shuffling, and I'll just take the one that's on the top. I'm going to say when. Tom? Stop. Okay. Here comes... I'm putting the CD in the CD player, and about to press shuffle function. You know how this works. Please stay yes, on I the do. line. Yes, I I've called before. And we will help you figure out... What it means when the song is done. 
change or the same. He took his old face, slow face, body down, testing the floorboards for sweet hollow sounds. Where could it be? in his graceless naked body now with the keyhole steel cold against his brow what did he say what what did he say it's always the devil at this time of day close your eyes push him out again he's the lost man the lost That was Selena Martin from her latest CD, Life Drawing Without Instruction, and the song Lost Man. The answer to Tom's question about will 2005 bring change or stasis? Yeah, so I'm going to need your help on this one because maybe it was just the cell phone distortion, but kind of had some trouble understanding the lyrics. Okay. Well, uh, did you have any ideas? Tammy, because I had some ideas. I think that one was pretty straightforward. I heard her sing about life's not the same and beginning again and watching the changes unfold. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. thought so too. And, you know, the lost man could be a lot of different things. If you stayed where you were, then you wouldn't, then to the people who were there, you wouldn't be lost. But if you changed your life drastically, the people who are sort of hanging out in, in the stasis where you are now would be like, 
hey, where'd he go? He's the lost man, the lost man, the lost man. Yeah, well, I, I guess one way of looking at that, that, the whole lost man theme, is that I guess in, like, you know, tarot card readings that I've been doing myself, you know, actual tarot cards and also the Radio 8-Ball website mm-hmm. have, and I guess another tarot card site have been saying that, you know, that change will happen, but, you know, in, in between one part and another part, there'll be some uncertainty and anxiety. So I can, you know, see how the, that would fit in with the, the whole Lost Man theme of that song. Mm-hmm. There seemed to be some anxiety there, like mm-hmm. the, the, the sun doesn't come up soon enough, and what else was there? You know, he's... Uh, and it all goes so slow. He's dressed in his graceless naked body now. It's all feeling the vulnerable this yeah. time of mm-hmm. day. The crack you fall that ends up with the line, the crack you've fallen through, it's an easy thing to do. So small, you are small too, but everyone's like you. He's the lost man, the lost man, the lost man. So Yeah, I could see that I could see that. Also, uh just so you know, Selena Martin is from up in sort of your neck of the woods. She's from Toronto, and you, you, she might come down to Milwaukee sometime before she comes to Olympia. So if you want to go to her show and ask her in person, I'm sure you could. Okay. If you do, tell her that you heard it on our show because she sent it to us. And she's an old friend. Okay. Okay. Used to be in the band with Bob Wiseman. You know Bob? Uh, no, I'm afraid I don't, actually. Great, great singer-songwriter. Uh, he used to be in the band Blue Rodeo. But anyway, that's enough trivia. If you want trivia, you should go out to the Voyeur on Wednesday nights, not listen to Radio White Ball. Um, but so, do you? You feel like you got a good answer there? Yeah, I did, and one that was consistent with other answers I've been getting. Cool. And thanks a lot for, by the way, for all your posting for the the post you did on. Uh, MySpace. That was really cool. Even if it was a little morbid and gloomy. They, it, it just At least it was on topic. Some people just put things up there like, hey, my band's <laughs> name is blah, 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 and we have app. nothing to do with you. <laughs> so it's nice when people actually listen to the show and take time to think about it and write something. So thanks a lot for that. Okay. I think we have a caller waiting. Okay. Chaos, you're on the air. Hi. Hey. What's your handle? Um, well, this is my first time listening to the show, but is that like a alias? Yeah, your name. What, what we should call you. How about Emanate? Emanate. Okay, Emanate. Uh, yeah, like the sun emanates or radiates. I thought it was like M and then the number and then the letter N and then the number 8. Ooh, I like that better. <laughs> it could be the same thing. <laughs> that sounds good. So, uh, what is your question for the Radio 8 Ball, new caller? Are you calling from Olympia? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, I'm kind of in a crossroad of trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. And I want to know whether I should try and um, go for a career where I can make a little bit more money, be a little bit more responsible with saving and future planning, or if I should spend a little bit more time with some artistic endeavors. Okay, well, here comes your answer. Will you please stay on the line? And when the song's over, we will help you figure out its meaning. Thank you. Here it comes. Hanging down from my window. Those are my windows. Windows. In the lane. 
That was The Beach Boys from their CD, Smiley Smile, with the song Wind Chimes, written by Brian Wilson. And are you there, Emanate? Yes, I am. What did you think about that as an answer to your question about whether to pursue the almighty dollar or the (laughs) almighty muse? Well, um... Right away, I was thinking about sitting out on our porch and just listening to the wind chimes. And I thought that one line where it was, said something like, I try hard not to look at my wind chimes. Like, and said something else about close your eyes and lean back really made me think about just enjoying the spring and summer out on our porch. We just moved to this new place and just taking it in and not worrying as much about things and letting things just kind of twinkle like the breeze through the wind chimes. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, I made a connection, actually, that the one thing that's kind of been back in my head that I want to be putting more time to, if that's the decision I choose, I guess, is music. And so the chimes really kind of connected with me that way. Cool. Um, What did you think, Tammy? Well, I think the song is about appreciating just something pretty and peaceful, Mm -hmm. which obviously made me lean more toward the art artistic option rather than the money um you well a couple of things first of all the history of that particular record uh that was brian wilson's masterpiece that went unfinished for a long time that he stayed committed to over several decades uh the smile record which just came out this year and then uh when that didn't work out they ended up putting out smiley smile which still is a pretty out-there record mm-hmm. and isn't a record that made them a lot of money but was very artistically mm-hmm. successful. But I thought that the Radio 8 Ball was definitely suggesting that in... I, I think what you got about spending some time on your porch listening to the wind chimes, that mm-hmm. um, there's an answer there. I think, you know, it, it was saying, you know, listen to listen to your wind chimes, listen to wind chimes. So... I, I don't know where I don't know exactly how that would give you the answer, but maybe putting yourself in that place and taking the Radio Eight Ball's advice literally will click something in your mind and it'll make the answer obvious. That's what yeah. I thought. Thank you. I um, actually did get a lot just from what both of you said. Um, I tend to be someone who tries really hard to plan things out or. Um, 
sometimes I get so caught up in trying to figure out the future that I forget to be in the present and just kind of sit back and appreciate simple things like that. So thank you. Sure. Well, uh, if you, uh, when you make a decision, uh, give us a call back and let us know what the wind chimes told you. Yeah, okay. okay. I will. And this is on every, what's the day, Tuesday evening? Every mm-hmm. Tuesday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Radio 8 Ball, the Pop Oracle on KAOS 89.3 FM. The Divining Tool, where we answer your questions by picking CDs at random, putting them in the CD player, and pressing a shuffle function, and then the song which ran- is randomly chosen is the answer to your question. Looks like we've got a caller. We do. Chaos here on the air. Hi there. Hi, Hi there. My name is Kendra. Hey, Hi, Kendra. Kendra. Hi. And, um, by the way, um, my husband was the one that called earlier this evening, and um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good song. We, we talked about it a little bit more. What, was, he, was that Patrick? That was Patrick, yeah. Oh, okay. He said he, um, we talked about it in, He's talking about how it's kind of a risk either way, um, that there's worms in the belly either way. But anyway, uh, I was calling with my own question. Great. What, and, is, what is it? Well, I'm, I, it's hard to describe. I'm kind of processing this grief, and I can't quite name it. I don't know. Maybe it's national politics. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. And it seems to be stuck. And so I was wondering what Radio 8 Ball had to say about unsticking it and what I can do to process it or maybe if maybe there's another source that I'm ignoring and blaming it on national politics instead of paying attention to something more immediate okay well I have a CD that I've picked I'm going to put it in the CD player right now and you know the drill please stay on the line when the song's over we will help you figure out what it means thank you here it comes
That was Persephone's Bees from the CD entitled Persephone's Bees and the song Sweet Dreams. And that was the answer to Kendra. Are you there? I'm on. To your your question uh, about the grief that you are processing and whether that has to do with personal stuff that you, or global stuff. What did you think as far as an answer to that? Well, I don't know. It sounds like it's talking more about personal stuff. <laughs> That's what it sounded like <laughs> to me. It's one of the song. Um, but, you know, as far as them talking about somebody, um, which I think is metaphor- metaphorical for something or an idea or a concept left behind, but I'm not sure what that thing would be um, in that classic sense of avoidance. I have no clue. It's interesting that the artist is uh, Persephone's Bees because Persephone is a mythical figure that I very much identify with. So She was the the spring, the the daughter, it was, Persephone was the daughter of the, uh, who was her mom? She's the daughter of Demi- uh, Demeter, um, who is taken by Hades into, um, into the underworld. Um, and she spends, uh, and she eats of the seeds of, uh, shoot, a certain kind of fruit, pomegranate seeds. Mm-hmm. So she eats a couple of pomegranate seeds, and so she has to spend a couple of months down in um, Hades every year, one one month for each seed that she's eaten. And then she comes up in the spring oh. and spends time above above ground. So that's just the myth of the of the character. Well, I had, I had a couple of ideas. Tammy, did you have uh, anything? Mm, nothing that hasn't already been said. I think the the song was definitely saying rely on your your own dreams and your own mind, and definitely a personal type of intense song. What were your ideas? Uh, well, it uh, the that one the chorus. You know, when I loved them, or whether yeah, when I loved them, when I loved them, I loved myself, mm-hmm. and talking about sort of. Um, youthful, you know, let's walk into the rain, play in the snow. Um, it seemed like that there is, you know, that there is a <clears throat> some sort of heartbreak, a deep heartbreak uh, and separation from self that it's talking about. When I love them, I love myself. Mm-hmm. And when you don't love yourself, you can't really love anyone else. And uh, I think that happens for, every, for all of us is that at some point in growing up we stop you know truly really just loving ourselves and who we are in our life and that's like that's this slow process and then all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you just don't have anything there for the world and then it's easy for us to then say well it's because the world is a cruel and horrible place and look George Bush is our president and (laughs) it's true I mean that's true as well but then you look at you know, uh, it's all, you know, like you look at the, like Nelson Mandela, you know, someone who spent 20 years in prison and and didn't lose that love of self and the world. When he came out, he was still this shining, bright individual. And here we are in Olympia, you know, far away from the battle lines in Afghanistan and Iraq. And we use the you know, the darkness of the world as the excuse for not dealing with the darkness in ourself. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, if, um, yeah, it gave me a lot to think about actually. So thank you very much. 
So good luck falling in love with yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I'll need it. Thanks. Let us know how it goes. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Radio 8 Ball, the Pop Oracle on Chaos. And do we have a caller online? Yes, we do. Chaos, you're on the air. Did we lose them? Chaos, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. What's your handle? Uh, schoolmaster. Oh, Schoolmaster. What's your question for the Radio 8 Ball? Well, I teach fifth grade, and I get along real well with my kids, but they seem to think that I give them too much homework. So I mentioned that I listened to your show on Tuesday nights, and they wanted me to call and ask the Radio 8 Ball if, uh, if I indeed gave them too much homework or not. Okay. Well, I've picked a CD. And uh, where do you teach fifth grade? Uh, up in Milton. Okay. Well, I, I hope you get the right answer. So, you know how this works. Uh, please stay on the line. And oh, what was your handle again? Schoolmaster. Schoolmaster. I'm a regular listener every Tuesday night. Excellent. Okay. Well, fifth grade was the one really good year in school that I had in <laughs> Olympia. So, uh, that's a good omen right there. So, here comes the song. When the song's over, please stay on the line and we'll help you figure out what it means. Here it comes. In sunshine, weather we stand close together. The rain's here, and I feel we've grown apart. And oh, how times change, but your hand still remains. Call back later, you're breaking Goodbye, 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 goodbye
That was a band called The Fiction with the song Le Traitor in parentheses Goodbye, Goodbye. And uh, I got them off MySpace. They have a MySpace site if you like that song. You could probably go there and download it from them for free. You can tell your class that, too. Okay. So, schoolmaster, master of the school. What was your? What did you take from that as the answer to your question about whether or not you give too much homework? Uh, it sounded like something about being together and talking about summer. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, it kind of got me to thinking because this is a real uh, terrific class, and I'm going to miss them a lot. So the goodbye, goodbye, goodbye part kind of got to me. So uh, I'm beginning to wonder maybe I'm working them too hard. Oh, interesting. Well, that's that's uh, that shows some. So it's a, a lot of character on your part to even <laughs> give that to give that possibility. What about, what did you think, Tammy? Well, I was thinking he he wasn't giving them too much homework because he's really preparing them. It sounded like a song about loving summer and loving. He even mentioned Saturday and loving that time away from school, which I don't think you can truly do unless you're prepared for it. Because if otherwise you're, I mean, if they're not doing their homework, they're going to have to have summer school, <laughs> and huh. you can't really be prepared for that that non school time unless unless you did all your work. So I think the answer is no, he's not giving them too much homework. Hmm. I, I guess I thought of something sort of in the middle there. There there was one line that said, sooner or later, you'll forgive the traitor. Hmm. And it was talking about su- summer days, and we'll always have those summer days. And at the very end, you sort of, uh, I sort of heard that one of the lines that they were saying in the that big harmonic mishmash that was there was the guy going i'm in hell (laughs) and that reminded me so much of my you know my own fifth grade experience and my own school experience particularly fifth grade because i had a really excellent fifth grade teacher and um anything that i might have been annoyed at or thought i was in hell at a certain point my memories looking back as a lot of appreciation so it sounds like you just it sounds like you're an excellent teacher and you got a great class so appreciate each other and uh they should appreciate you and i and it's great that you took out of it that maybe you feel like you're being a bit of a harsh taskmaster then you know you can 
loosen the reins a little bit. But uh, either way, I think that in the long run, you'll just uh, appreciate the time you've spent together. All right. Well, thank you. Sure. Thank and, you. And, uh, you know, definitely tell your uh, – if your class has any comments, that they, they think this wasn't a good answer, they can definitely post their comments on our MySpace site. And I know a lot of the kids in Olympia are on MySpace, so – all right, I appreciate it. Enjoy your show. Sure, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, bye-bye. Bye. Good luck. Okay, well, <clears throat> the time is 6.58, and uh, maybe we should uh, just do some promos and come back and start up the next hour. I hope you enjoyed this first segment of our two-part Best of Radio 8 Ball on Chaos episode, and that you'll tune in next week for part two. Until then... I'm Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tangling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. <laughs>